Mr. Compact. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the month of May, one of the month series on operationalizing your compliance program. And this month, I will focus on the use of your human resources function to help you operationalize your compliance program. This month, my sponsor is Advanced Compliance Solutions. Advanced Compliance Solutions is your one-stop shop for all compliance-related services. Uh, Advanced Compliance Solutions has a new, exciting service offering called the Compliance Alliance, which is a three-step program that will provide you and your team a background into compliance and the FCPA so you can consider how your product or service fits the needs of the compliance officer, the compliance practitioner, and the compliance professional. It includes a boot camp, a podcast series, sponsorship, and an in-person training. Each section builds on the other and provides your customer service and sales teams with the knowledge they need to have intelligent conversations with compliance officers and decision makers. When the program is complete, your teams will be armed with the knowledge they need to sell and service every new compliance client. Interested people should contact myself, Tom Fox. In the evaluation of corporate compliance programs issued by the Department of Justice, there was a section on incentives and discipline. This spoke directly to the need of the HR function and compliance or several other uh, parts of the evaluation which speak to the integration of compliance into your HR function to fully operationalize your compliance program. Each day this month, I will be exploring a different way for you to operationalize your compliance function through the HR function. I hope you enjoy this series. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for Compliance leadership from the bottom. I previously talked about setting tone at the top and moving it down into the middle. And now I want to talk about compliance leadership from the bottom. The key concept from the Department of Justice's evaluation of corporate compliance programs is operationalization. For instance, under the query shared commitment, we find the following question. How is information shared among the different components of the company? Under the prong relating to policies and procedures, the designing compliance and procedures question asks, what has been the company's process for designing and implementing new policies and procedures? Who's been involved in the design of policies and procedures? Have the business units slash divisions been consulted prior to rolling them out? Lastly, under the same prong is responsibility for integration with the following question. Who has been responsible for integrating policies and procedures? These questions point to a chief compliance officer or compliance practitioner demonstrating how compliance is burned into the fabric of an organization. While leadership at and from the top has long been considered by both the Department of Justice and compliance professionals as a key element to move compliance forward, the evaluation has also crystallized thinking around compliance leadership from both the middle and the bottom. I thought about these concepts in, when reading a recent article by Andrew Hill in the Financial Times, which was interestingly entitled, Leadership from the Bottom Up. I was struck by a quote from Shalomo Ben-Hur, a professor at IMD Business School, who said, we teach the top 5%, but the majority of this work is carried out by the other 95%. I think you could take that for compliance and really exponentiate it. The key for companies is senior management must find ways to transmit leadership skills to persons who do not have leader 
in their job description and probably never will attend a top-level leadership program. You have to ensure that managers understand how to assign the right job to the right team members and have the compliance component in place. Using theories of behavioral change that many senior executives, let alone those in the middle or at the bottom, never learned on the way to the top. For a compliance practitioner and indeed with an HR professional in tow, this provides a clear path to operationalizing of compliance by providing tools to persons far down the organization to put compliance into the operations of a business. A company should nurture such learning because by doing so, it will teach both practical skills around compliance, but it will also foster a strong internal network of compliance advocates who can move initiatives up and down the organization. Moreover, as these individuals progress up through the company ranks, they can take their compliance message to each level. Clearly, HR has a key role in this to help identify persons for promotion, identify leaders who do not have that to their title, and finally, in the training component. One suggestion is to build a compliance excellence center in your company. You can bring in middle or low-level managers to focus on understanding not just their roles in compliance, but how to assign the right team member to a compliance initiative and motivate employees going forward. The key is is simply not to train frontline managers on compliance, but getting them involved to consider the rollout, effectiveness, testing, and improvement. In other words, as Jay Martin, the chief compliance officer at Becker Hughes, would say, it's all about execution. One way to help facilitate this is through incentives to make leadership insights stick and change workplace behavior. Another way to do so is to encourage managers and frontline managers to think and act independently to operationalize compliance. Compliance does not make an organization slower, and it shouldn't make an organization slower. It actually makes an organization more nimble and more agile if it's used properly. So this is one way that you can communicate business efficiencies by operationalizing compliance down to the frontline managers so that they understand what their obligations are and can implement those solutions to new situations that may arise. Too often strategies to move move a compliance program or initiative come from the top of an organization that are pushed down. To fully operationalize compliance, you must have a leadership in compliance further down the organization, which hopefully has been a part of the design process and can lead the implementation. So think about those last two comments for a minute. Can uh, frontline management that has been a part of the discussion around the compliance solution part of the implementation plan of that compliance solution, and finally, part of it going forward so that it's a continuous feedback loop. If there are changes that need to be made, if there are new uh, concepts that need to be put forward, if there's new uh, product services, if there are new customers, having that agility and nimbleness is performed really on the front lines. And you think about an army, Uh, It's going to be on the front lines where you have to have that agility and nimbleness most forcefully to deliver the solution. So what are today's three key takeaways? While tone at the top is critical, tone at the bottom can actually work to more fully operationalize your compliance program. 
if the government comes knocking and you can show how you have brought the frontline managers in to help design and implement your compliance solution, that can be a powerful, powerful example of how you've moved to operationalize compliance. Even if the operationalization solution is not complete, even if there was an operationalization failure, the fact that you were trying to do so demonstrates that you're putting together a best practices compliance program. Two, do not forget the Ben-Hur quote, not the novel, the professor, that we teach the top 5%, but the majority of the work is carried out by the other 95%. What are you doing for those 95% of your employees who are doing the work around compliance? Finally, and most importantly, and most appropriately for this series, Use HR to come up with a strategy to move compliance into the bottom for a more complete operationalization. This is where compliance can help you the most. Excuse me, HR can help you the most because they will know those frontline dynamics and they can most appropriately help you moving that forward into the company. Never forget document, 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 because if you haven't documented it, of course it never happened. But if you do so, you will have an extraordinarily powerful story to tell when the government comes knocking. This is Tom Fox. Thank you very much for listening to Day 20 of One Month to Better Compliance Through HR, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for Day 21. This is Tom Fox again, and I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode of One Month to Operationalizing Your Compliance Program Through the Use of Your HR Function. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you will rate it on iTunes as it would help our ratings and also get the word out about this seminal one-month series that I'm doing in 2017. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox, that's tfox, at tfoxlaw.com. Finally, I hope you will join me again. This is Tom Fox. Thank you again for listening to this episode. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.